Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, December the 17th, 2020. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Lamed, Hey, and Resh. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of understanding and the spirit of counsel. The declaration today reads this, The voice of the teacher, the voice of the strong leader, we first see, Ayan, to understand and obey, then speak, hey, to release a frequency that affects both the seen and the unseen, the head of time, the original intent. Today's declaration kind of reminds me of something that I've been hearing over the last few days and some things that Yahweh has shown me for quite some time. So today's podcast is going to be a little bit science if you will, a little bit geeky on the sense of talking about some science aspect of all of this. Because here lately I've been hearing Yahweh speaking with regards to uh, the words that we speak, how we speak them, and how what brings them into existence. What scripture proves to us that they come into existence. And then not only that, but then how does, you know, answering the questions like who is the teacher? Who is the strong leader? Does that reflect us? Does that reflect Yahweh? Are we talking about Holy Ghost? And so those are some of the questions that I want to address in today's uh, podcast. So the beginning one, talking about the voice of the teacher, the voice of the strong leader. The truth is, is that I believe it's both at the same time. But let me begin by saying this with uh, the teacher. You see, there's a scripture in Jeremiah that talks about how Yahweh himself Behold, the days come, says the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they broke, although I was a husband to them, says the Lord. But this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law in their inward parts and I will write it in their hearts. And I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And they shall teach no more every man his neighbor, and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them unto the greatest of them, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. And they shall teach no more every man his neighbor, and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me. You see, Holy Ghost is our teacher. Holy Ghost is the one that comes in and helps us to understand, be able to take the things that we see and then be able to apply them in our own lives. You see, that's the beautiful thing about Holy Ghost. You guys have heard me say this, but it's it's a beautiful thing about Holy Ghost in the sense where there is uh, a Holy Ghost is revealing to us the perspective that we have. And in that place, we each see a different part of what Yahweh is showing as a whole. Because remember, each one of us are different facets on the diamond of Yahweh. And so it's in that place that we all have a different, slightly different perspective, one from another. Matter of fact, I've I've brought I've talked about this before in the sense where what about the what about the facet on the other side of the diamond? They may have a completely different or opposite perspective of what we may have. And so in that place There's a coming together and then seeing how the two perspectives fit together as one. You see, each perspective is individual, it's unique, and it's necessary. 
Now, so in that place, as we honor one another, as we as we take what we hear each one of us say and then we pull them together, we begin to see a bigger picture of what Yahweh is doing. You see how important it is as we come together as one new man, that it is a single voice, the, the voice of many waters that's crying out unto the world, the voice of many waters that's crying out up into heaven. And in as we begin to declare Yahweh's word and speak back to him, you see, that's the next part of this. The first thing that we need to do as we see something is we begin to understand it. It gets inside of our spirits. I have a teaching that talks about the archetype, paradigm, and intention. The, the There were two questions that came from that, that teaching. What do you see? How do you see it? And yet Yahweh added a third question a little bit later on. Why do you see it that way? Because in answering these three questions, it helped me to understand, helped me to be able to see something deeper and greater, and then check myself in another sense to make sure that I was looking at it through the eyes of Yahweh and not through the eyes of my own flesh. And so it's in that place that I understood a greater depth. Maybe I didn't understand the full depth. That's okay. I didn't have to. I just had to understand the greater depth that Yahweh needed me to understand at that moment. And then obey and speak and release that frequency. Because in the releasing of that frequency, it affects both the seen and the unseen. You see, you know, there's a there's a place in Hebrews that it talks about this. And Pastor Elijah Ward yesterday spoke at uh, Gates of Zion, and he was talking a lot about quantum. And one of the things he talked about was how in the quantum realm, there is something that they call non-local. And non-local talks about really how there are certain things that happen within the quantum realm that they are, they are able to quantify, they're able to follow, they're able to, to see exactly the way it responds. But then there are other things in the quantum realm that go beyond, that, that don't necessarily follow the rules that the quantum realm itself or this, the, the molecule in that part of the quantum realm actually obeys. And in those cases, they call that non-local. And really the only way, what he was saying last night, was that the only way that that can be uh, seen or the only way that it can be called is non-local. In other words, this response is in another dimension. And last night as he said that, uh, Hebrews 11.1 1 came into my mind. And I was like, you know what? This is the definition of non-local as far as scripture is concerned. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Listen to this. This is the part where the non-local definition comes into play. Through faith, we understand that the words, worlds were framed by the word of Yahweh, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. So in other words, the things which are hidden, the things which are behind, are really in another dimension. What does it require for it to pass into and become manifested in the earth. It has to pass through us. You see, I've seen this before in the place where we talk about the Higgs boson and the Higgs boson field. When you when you talk about the Higgs boson, some of you may know it better as the God particle. I don't like to use that term because of its original meaning with regards to why they called it the God particle, but you guys can look that up and find that out for yourself. But the Higgs boson field is this place where they say when creation came into existence, 
and he immediately laid a framework across all of the expanse of creation itself. That way, as creation, as the as the Big Bang began to expand and inflate, it really had a place that it could hold on to because there was a framework in place that allowed it to to remain in that in that place. And so as Yahweh began to show me that, there, of course, it's kind of like this big, huge uh, vertices with these lines. And so these lines crossed almost like, you know, the old uh, Legos or building blocks or the Lincoln logs that we used to put together. And it would have like a, a lattice work that, that had lines and vertices across the entire, uh, kind of like scaffolding, if that's another way of, of seeing it. And in that place, every time there was a vertice, every time that line crossed, there was a point. That point was the Higgs boson particle itself. And you see, what science has come to believe is that when uh, there is there's something on the other side, there's something in another dimension that is there, and it's, a, and it's really called sound frequency. They believe that it's fully engaged with sound in those other dimensions. But what brings that into the our universe, our creation, to be able to have form, to be able to have matter? Well, as creation passes through this Higgs boson field, it passes through these particles. The sound waves that are there before pass through these particles, and as it does, it slows down those particles to the place where it forms something that we can see, we can hold, and we can touch. In other words, it brings matter into existence as it passes through the Higgs boson field. So do you see what I'm saying? That's a beautiful description of Hebrews 11. Three, where it talks, says the things which are, are seen were made of the things which are not seen, the things which are hidden. What were those things hidden? They were sound frequency. They were the word of Almighty Yahweh. They were the place where if you can go there, you are the Higgs boson particle. You are the God particle. As Yahweh's word passes through you, it slows down to the place where it can form it can have substance. It can make it into this realm and into this earth. We bring that thing, we bring that into existence. We bring that thing into existence, that place, that 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 promise into existence here on the earth because Yahweh's sound waves passes through us and we return that sound wave back to him and it does not return back to him void. Do you see what I'm saying here? So, as we go today, let's go today as the God particle that Yahweh has made us to be and speak into creation.